0: Welcome to Day Zero Update for June 26, 2022. I'm your host Chris Oloji. I'm Brandon Perkins and I'm Red Victoria. And yeah, we have a decent week this week. The Summer Game Fest Steam has run out of yeah. the news, you know, factory. Mhm. But we still have some good news here. Yeah. An event that'll be happening this week for a game that's I I wouldn't blame anybody for forgetting existed mm-hmm. uh, because it has not had anything really going on for it for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have some dates for some stuff coming out here in the early part of the fall. Mm. Uh, we got the the next slate of games being announced for the Mega Drive mini Two mm-hmm. as well as a developer that is releasing their last game before disbanding, and it's not a a negative thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. It is a celebration of a a great uh, indie developer that has made the games they wanted to make and is able to leave on their own terms. Mm -hmm. Which is more than most can say. Yeah. Uh, But then we also have the the big news of the week that is just uh, affecting everybody across this country with the Supreme Court overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yeah, And we've had many developers and publishers speak out mm-hmm. uh, in support of, you know, those that uh, want abortions and those that work for them that may need them as mm-hmm. they have forced corporations to step up where uh, the federal government has failed them. Mm-hmm. We'll talk a bit about that as well, but before we get to all of that news, we'll be talking about what we've been playing. Okay. Uh, for me, I have been continuing to play Hardspace Shipbreaker mm-hmm. as I continue on and you know chip away at these various ships mm-hmm. I'm working on. I had a, a fun uh, experience the other day where I was working on this ship. Uh, I believe the type is called a javelin because mm-hmm. it is very kind of long. Uh, thin kind of ship design, mm-hmm. and was kind of working my way through the back part of it, where a like a class two nuclear reactor mm-hmm. is that that helps power parts of the ship. I don't know
1: mm-hmm.
0: all about how that stuff works, but it's uh I decided to flip the switch that you know helps me get this uh thing out of the back of the ship, uh, and I didn't realize. That also controls the coolant for the nuclear reactor, which caused a meltdown to start happening. Mm-hmm. I was freaking out to have, figure out a way to get out of the, the ship and try to peel off parts of it so that I could, uh, you know, get that nuclear reactor out in, into uh, the barge where it belongs to avoid catastrophe, and unfortunately fell short of that mm-hmm. as it exploded, and I just decided, well... I don't want to sit here and clean up all this mess. Mm-hmm. I just quit out uh, and try it again later. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, uh, they don't... The The selection of ships you can work on at one time, I believe is randomized, so... Didn't really have to do that the, the next time, but I have been working on a similar ship this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I've had my own issues, because they're introduce a new uh type of thing that like locks in different pieces together and it's mm-hmm. a, a class above what you can do with the uh one of the base items you get for that stuff. So mm-hmm. that you essentially have to use like a small explosive. Mm-hmm. Uh which you can probably guess sort of how that is not great. Mm-hmm. And it was in this area where there's a big fuel tank in it. So I'm like yeah. trying to move it out of the way, trying to get it away so that I can uh, break up these these like, bars that are essentially keeping it in this area, so mm. that I can get it out. And unfortunately, exploded it. Luckily, that wasn't as bad of a a mess as the the nuclear reactor would be. So mm. that wasn't too bad. I just lost out on the the money for salvaging that fuel tank.
1: Mm.
0: But yeah, still. Chugging along with that game. Looking forward to put some more time into that. I am under uh, $1.1 billion in debt, so I'm Mm -hmm. chugging along there. Mm -hmm. Almost at like $1.05 billion in debt right now. Mm I will be under that as soon as I get the... uh, this job I'm working on done. So there's that. Uh, One of the new additions for... PlayStation Plus, uh, the premium and extra tiers. This uh, is more of the, the premium tier, because it's one of the PSP games, is Super Stardust Portable, that I've been jumping into here and there. Uh, and since it is a, a PSP version of uh, Super Stardust HD for the PS3, mm-hmm. uh, it has a lot of the, the same options and all that, though, so being a PSP game, uh, it does mm-hmm. not have... Dual stick support since mm-hmm. you know PSP did not have two sticks, uh, so you can move around with uh, the left stick and you have to use face buttons for the right, mm. which works out all right. Uh, they even do a clever thing with the I think it's the the gold beam, essentially that uh, if you hold down all four face buttons, it does like a a circular pattern, which is what you would do to swing the stick around to give you something of a barrier when. Uh, there are lots of pieces of the gold asteroids mm-hmm. floating around kind of thing. But yeah, this is a game that uh, I'm hoping they do update the uh, the emulation stuff they do, especially for PSP games to let you remap stuff to the right stick. Mm-hmm. Same way that they did on the Vita. This be a game that would benefit from that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other real negative is that... Being a PSP game, any server stuff that uh, existed for that game is no longer active. So there's no, mm-hmm. no like high score leaderboards or anything to it. So uh, if you want to challenge people to that stuff, you'd basically have to take screenshots of your mm-hmm. high scores and send them to people. Uh, but I'm not really worrying about that too much. Just kind of playing and enjoy the game mm-hmm. uh, for that. So there's that. Uh, the other game I've been playing a good bit of is Rocket League, as this season continues on. Mm-hmm. Uh, still enjoying that a lot, and that is uh, pretty much it for me. How about you, Brandon? Uh, well, as for me, um,
2: I am still playing Skyrim, because, again, it is Skyrim, and it will slowly but surely bleed away all the hours you have in a day. Um For good reason. It's a legitimately great game. It's probably one of the best games of the last 20 years. Um, And, you know, pretty much go in any direction, you'll find something to do. It's really that type of game. Um, But other than that, uh, I have been playing Super Massive Games' uh, newest title, The Quarry. Super Massive Games is, of course, famous for uh, Until Dawn and the uh, Dark Picture Anthology series. And, uh, What they did this time is they decided to take the old sort of uh, trope of a bunch of teenagers at a summer camp in the woods out in the middle of nowhere. Although, for that type of story, these campers are surprisingly chast because anybody who's ever seen all those old movies, be it like Friday the 13th or whatever, knows that those particular campers in those movies cannot stay... You know, one second without being inside of each other. So, it the there is surprisingly little sex and nudity in this game. Um, however, also like a lot of those old movies, I began the game and I absolutely found myself hating every single person in the fucking game. One half of the people there are absolute assholes, and the other half are basically too stupid to live. So. Playing this game has essentially had me sort of being like a tug of war in myself between, you know, wanting to play this game like I actually know how these movies work. So, you know, not end up being a complete idiot and also with my just raging desire to kill these people myself. So, yeah, it's a, you know, it's if you love these types of games, you'll definitely like this one. Um but uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. What about you, Dan? I just wanted to add on to what you were saying, um,
3: especially in comparison to a game like Until Dawn.
2: Uh, yeah,
3: I think uh, the Quarry uh, really went all out to really make every single one of these characters unlikable. Um, yeah, if I had to pick favorites, they'd probably be uh, Caitlin, which is Brenda Song's character, mm-hmm. and uh, I already forgot the name of Justin of uh, Justice Smith's character. Uh, but the problem with Justice Smith's character is, uh, I don't really think it was acted very well. Like for the most part, he just like they they tried to make him out to be a nerd, but he's probably like the strongest out of like all the people there. Yeah, and like uh, his voice delivery just came off like he didn't care about anything. I don't know yeah. if that was on purpose, but I don't know. Um, either way, I still enjoyed those two characters the most. But it's funny that, that you mention. Um, you know, wanting to kill everybody. Like, I I wonder if that was intentional because, like, with Until Dawn, because that was new to me, I didn't really have a desire to kill everybody. I wanted to make everyone survive. Whereas with this one, the only reason why I wanted to make everyone survive and I was actually successful at it the the first time through was because I just wanted to see if I could play it, quote-unquote, better than the way I played Until Dawn. Because with Until Dawn, like, I was exploring every nook and cranny and that ended up, you know... Uh, with me opening up the door and having a wend a, a, a wendigo bite my head off, whereas mm-hmm. with this one it's like, oh, you're hearing something upstairs
2: in the attic. Yeah, let's let's not open the door. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a there's a mysterious trap door in this guy's office. Yeah, let's. Uh, we should probably not go down there. Exactly. Um, or you know, like oh, there's a weird light up in the you know, over at the lake house, yeah, we should probably just ignore that for right now and not get ourselves in any danger. Um, but, yeah. Uh, Also, is it just me, or were there at least small bits of this game that were clearly not finished when this game was released? Um, I swear, that whole thing where, you know, they find the peanut butter butter pops, and then he does that weird little dance... I swear it looks like they literally just took the dude's model and bounced it up and down like it was Gary's mod or something.
3: That I'm not sure of, but I know that, like, that ends up being, like, sort of, like, a, a big gag in the game. Um, yeah. Later on, like,
1: the
3: the snacks come back, like, not in a way that you'd think, but it's more of an Easter egg thing. And it's, like, yeah. something where, it's something where like, if, if you were to, like, go to GameStop or, like, Hot Topic or something and you see a peanut butter butter pop sure it's like oh i know what that is so you, you know you, you'd buy it as a result of that but i don't yeah. think it's anything more than uh you know as you mentioned um and like again like this this game like was announced in like what february and it came out a few months later yeah so i'm not saying it's rushed but at the same time it's like you know, it's, it's it's definitely something they were excited to get out the door um, yeah yeah um i haven't played the game any more um, after talking about it uh, last week but with 4th of July coming up, this game does have sort of a party mode
0: mm-hmm. and, uh,
3: and a movie mode so that when you play it, you don't have to do as much of the gameplay and yeah. I look forward to um playing it with uh, members of my family uh, seeing how uh, things happen because um, I remember when Until Dawn came out and then we, we played it in 4th of July my cousin played it perfectly and I was like, what the hell? Alright, here, try, mm-hmm. try this one. So we'll see how that one works out and like this is also a really estimable game too it's like as far as yeah. having your audience involved like I- I'm interested in seeing like how that goes from more of a social side so I- I'm looking forward to next weekend
1: mm-hmm. but yeah
3: um that being said I haven't really been playing a whole lot this week as I'm trying to uh, as I've been on work uh, and then the Warriors won the finals so I've, I've been I've, uh, I've been celebrating that but um uh, just playing some uh, Mario Strikers here and there um nothing new to really report there and like you know I, I definitely mentioned that um the game has its issues as far as like not having a lot of content, but like the you know the actual soccer part of the game, especially when playing with friends or you know with uh, just just uh, level ones in general, is um it, it's still really fun. Like you know it, it's it's definitely a fun alternative to you know Super Smash Brothers or whatever game you have lying around with other people over. So um, that's been enjoyable. Um, I've also been playing a little bit more of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, again, I still don't plan on platinum yet because like that requires you to beat the. uh, Arcade mode uh, without dying. just uh, just harder than it should be. But,
1: um,
3: yeah, so let's see here what what, what else I had. Uh, I lost a file that I was working. Um, I, I, I've also jumped back into Tales of Arise, um, where I left off, like, uh, we meet, like, this guy's son, and then, like, something happens, so I'm, like, I'm, I'm in this dungeon. And uh, the thing about this game is that, um, and it, it's, it's kind of weird compared to other, other Tales games, uh, I feel I feel like the bosses are just a, a little a, a little harder than than they should be. Like I find myself just trudging my way through uh, you know the, the random hordes of enemies that they send me. But when it comes to the boss, like I've always died at least once. I'm wondering is it because I'm under leveled? But I'm like I I I don't let let any like you know wild enemies get away from me. So I'm just wondering if I'm not good enough or if I have to like stock up on items and prepare. Uh, luckily though, this game has a pretty good. Um, fast channel system, so I'll just go back to a store and, like, spam up on, a, on somebody items before I go back to this boss. But yeah, that's, that's, that's been the. it.
0: Alright, so yeah, let's get to some news here. Uh, we do have uh, a little bit of Game Pass news here that kind of announced a, a little bit of what's coming out for the rest of the month, which is not very much. Yeah. A lot of that got eaten up by Summer Game Fest news. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's not really a ton here. Uh, stuff that is available at this point, uh, there's Shadowrun trilogy, mm-hmm. the uh, three uh, sort of tactical RPG games, sort of computer RPG style games, there, yeah, uh, set in the dystopian cyberpunk future in which magic has reawakened, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Uh, let's see, that's on console only. Uh, it seems like Total War: of Three Kingdoms is only on PC. That is a uh, strategy game uh, from the Total War people, based on you know the the Three Kingdoms uh, Chinese mythology kind of stuff there. Uh, so there you go for that. Uh, also available FIFA twenty two as part of EA Play. So if you have that on uh, PS four Xbox or PC, you can play that if you just have EA Play. If you have Game Pass Ultimate, you can check that out. There, uh, let's see, Naraka Blade Points, the uh sort of uh action combat kind of battle royale mm-hmm. game based on you know like some uh wushu stuff, uh, there. So you can yep. check that out now. Console PC, mm-hmm. and let's see, the last one they mentioned here is actually for July 1st, mm-hmm. Far Cry 5. Console PC, so you can check out a game that could have been uh, really great, sort of commentary on a fucked up uh, sort of Christian nationalism culture Mm -hmm. uh, infecting a county in Montana. But I think it was a little bit silly as the Far Cry games do. Yeah. (laughs) This is one of those that was very much started off when they announced it feeling very uh, heavy on the political messaging, and then they kind of went, whoops.
2: Yep.
0: Because, some of that.
2: Yeah, it's because it's Ubisoft. Yeah. I mean, they want yeah. to, like, present something that, like, present a subject that is inherently political, and then they puss out about halfway through it.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that is uh, that is it for what is on... Uh, coming to Game Pass here for the next week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see what's leaving. They have FIFA 20. I guess that's leaving EA Play itself. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, it's maybe not so weird because they're letting the FIFA license lapse, so mm-hmm. those games may all end up uh, leaving uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Whenever the, the license for each individual game goes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution, Last Stop, and MotoGP 20. Mm-hmm. So if you missed playing those, or need to play more of it, then get on it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there you go. yeah, anyway, we've got another event happening this week. Uh, the one everybody has been waiting for. A Star Ocean, The Divine Force. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they call it the Star Ocean Program Special Edition. Mm-hmm. It's set for June 29th. I believe it translates to about, uh, let's see, 7 a.m. Eastern time. Oh. So 4 a.m. Pacific on that date. So that'll be a very early one. They say about 40 minutes of stuff to show off as okay. they will uh, show off one some stuff about one of the characters, Raymond.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, some you know, game system details, new character reveals, and other stuff. That's supposed to be out this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems increasingly unlikely with how much they've shown of that game, mm-hmm. especially not to have a date at this point. With you know six more months to the year,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but maybe this will be an event where they actually announce that date. Mm. Who knows? What we'll the? Yeah. Keep an eye on that.
3: Yeah, I mean. Star Ocean is a series that I I, I definitely do like. Um, I have enjoyed most entries to the series, but I haven't really enjoyed um, like anything since till the end of time. And that was on PS2 like years and years ago. I forgot I forgot when when that game came out. Yeah. And what they've shown out out of this game looks like it belongs on PS3. You may, it might even look like a uh, like a higher quality PS2 game. And I like like so so far it, it just isn't. It, it doesn't seem to be shaping up well. Like you look at the comments, even, even the diehards aren't even really looking forward to this game. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. like they turn the corner somehow. Um, and who knows, maybe it's one of those games where it just looks terrible, but it ends, it ends up being great. But you know, there, there's, there's no like uh, sort of trend to say that'll happen, uh, that that'll happen, but we'll see. Uh, Tri Ace does still have some, uh, so, so, some talent on there. And this is a series that does deserve to take off, but I don't know if they will with this one. Um, that being said, you know, maybe maybe it does come out this year. I don't know what kind of a dent it makes, but uh I don't know. I'm still holding up hope here.
0: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, also happening soon, Into the Breach is getting a big update that so they're calling Advanced Edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, July 19th. That'll be free for PC and Switch owners. They also have a mobile version that will be coming to Netflix
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, as part of their, their big push on mole games of late. I think one of the the things that got announced during their geeked week is that they've added a bunch of games to their, uh, they're all on the Netflix app on your iOS or Android devices. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a big section for them. And one of them is a game called point P P O I N P Y. That is the new game from the Downwell developer,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and it's similar in what you're doing there. But uh, it's you're going up a big like well like structure, but you have a, a big creature that's chasing after you, and there are these like berries that show up that you have to kind of uh, wall jump around and grab uh, to get the combos that the monster wants to slow his ascent kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and you occasionally run into enemies that are uh, potentially holding on to berries and other things to add a little bit of chaos, but it's a a very fun little game, but yeah, they're going to be adding this to uh, the Netflix thing, so if you have a Netflix subscription, you Mm -hmm. can grab it on there to play, which would be a perfectly great game for mobile uh, for this game, but yeah, with this big update, they're adding five new mech squads,
1: mm-hmm. four,
0: nearly 40 new weapons, four new pilots, and new pilot abilities, new enemies, bosses, missions, more challenging difficulty mode, seven new languages, and some new music mm-hmm. uh, to it. So that game is a fantastic little game to play. Uh, think of it as uh, like a kaiju chess game. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you are controlling a team of mechs that have various abilities that you're trying to figure out what your best strategy is to stop the monsters from destroying important landmarks, uh, destroying your own ships, uh, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good game. Mm -hmm. Definitely checking out. So there you go, July 19th for that new content uh, for that game. So Mm -hmm. check it out. Uh, let's see. Also coming out here in September, Potion Permit. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those games that is definitely inspired by Stardew Valley. Oh yeah. Uh, but this one involves you being the only. Uh, what is it here? The you're the best chemist around in your town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you are using your tools and all the the materials you can gather fighting enemies, uh, gathering resources and all that kind of stuff uh, to craft potions and uh, help cure ailments that uh, the townspeople will come to you with. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's kind of a a neat little twist there on that stuff. But yeah, that's uh, one of those. That'll be out September 22nd. Uh, All the PlayStation's Xboxes, Switch and PC. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can check that out. They also have physical editions in the works for PlayStation and Switch.
1: Mm.
0: And there's a demo out now for Steam. Mm. So you can check it out at a launch. Uh, so there you go. Mm-hmm. The, one game to keep an eye on. Mm. And yeah, for the, the the day following that, there's a game called Taikou no Rhythm Festival. Mm-hmm. These the sort of latest one of these games that uh, seems to have a heavy focus on a paid subscription called Taiko Music Pass, Mm -hmm. where you can pay to get access to more than 500 songs.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, It'll supposedly have about 76 songs in the game itself. A lot of stuff based on anime theme songs, uh, some Japanese pop songs, vocalized stuff, classical music, game music, as they say here. The Super Mario Brothers theme, the Legend of Zelda main theme, Kirby Star Allies medley, uh, song from Persona Five, Megalovania, oh. Katamari on the Rocks main theme, uh, one of the songs from Klonoa, oh. and so some stuff like that, and as well some Namco originals that seems like they have had people make for this game, I guess. Oh. So yeah, that'll be out September twenty-third here in uh, the rest of the world, September twenty-second in Japan.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I've never played a uh, Taiko game. Uh, never really been interested until I saw that direct with the uh, with the fact that they're doing music from from other games, you know, especially like you know, Megalovania and the Mario theme. So mm-hmm. I mean I don't think I'll be getting I'm getting my hands on this anytime soon, but if I definitely if I see it, you know, on sale or something, I'll definitely give it a try. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think the the last one is on Game Pass. Uh, That might be worth checking out. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it still is, but at least it was on there at one point. Does that one have game music, though? Yeah. I'm not sure what all it has in it. Let me see. I think it's called Taekwondo Taesujin The Drum Master. Mm -hmm. Song list. Uh, Let's see here. Vocaloid, classical, game music. Yeah, it's like Tales of Arise Battle Medley, songs oh. from Scarlet Nexus, Megalovania, Hopes and Dreams for Undertale. Oh, yeah, Catamaran the Rocks. Uh, mm. Let's see a bunch of stuff from, let's see reuse theme, uh, Soul Calibur song, Ace Combat Seven, Pac Man Championship Edition Two song, like a bunch of stuff. They always put a bunch of game music in there. Yeah, mm. gotcha. so it's basically Namco just uh, using their assets. Yep. Yeah, also has Last Christmas in there, mm. uh, in case you need that song in there. But yeah, I'm trying to see what else is in this. Anime stuff, yeah. Chala Head Chala. Yeah. Beta Namco, that's the other part of it, where they own a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, and Music from Spirited Away, Castle in the Sky, mm-hmm. Naruto, One Piece, Attack on Titan, all that kind of stuff. I think they sell a bunch of songs as well.
3: Gotcha. Okay. Attack on Titan. That's full of bangers. Guess I'll get mm-hmm.
0: them down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They say this one have you yeah, have up to four player mode. A uh, bunch of stuff there. So yeah, we're checking out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that or any of the other ones. Uh, let's see. Next up here. Oh yeah, this one more Overwatch news that maybe isn't super great. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, People have, uh, Blizzard people have been on the Reddit, Overwatch Reddit, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about Overwatch 2, taking questions and all that. I guess one of the bits there that has kind of confirmed something that people were hoping wouldn't really happen is that Overwatch 2 is going to uh, replace Overwatch 1. Mm -hmm. Uh, That they will essentially be uh, sunsetting the original game, moving people over to Overwatch 2, instead of doing what they were kind of talking about originally when they announced it, kind of having them both running concurrently, uh, so that you could, you know, play with either either version. If you just had Overwatch, you didn't have to necessarily get Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. But I guess all the the development issues that has led to them not having the campaign mm-hmm. in there at all, or any sort of single player. Uh, focused content uh, has led to them releasing Overwatch 2 as sort of a free-to-play, early-access game uh-huh. that just has multiplayer, and so it's not really going to be that much different from the original game, uh-huh. since it's supposed to be all the same content, just it'll probably run a bit better on the newer consoles. Uh-huh. So that's kind of the, the big thing. People are not... Uh, super happy about. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the launch that's happening that's actually is that the whole
2: game or is that just the beta that people are paying into? Uh, the
0: beta starts in two days.
2: Okay, so this is the actual game then. All right.
0: Yeah the the multiplayer content that is finished.
2: Yeah, not the campaign. I'm guessing that's going to come later.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, they, they, they were already saying that uh, development has a. Has, uh... Shown that, that there's no way they'll finish any of the campaign stuff before the actual release. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand them going ahead and replacing the original game, especially since Overwatch 2 is going to be a five on five, whereas the original Overwatch is a six on six.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it does kind of suck that they're going. You know, they're obviously going to shut uh, shut it down because you know you don't actually see that happening with any of um, Blizzard's uh, other content. Like, yeah, maybe there's less people on those servers, but for the most part, I th- I think games like you know uh Diablo two are still like you know running right so mm-hmm. uh, it it does suck in that regard, but again just just because of the switch to five v five i I totally get mm-hmm. it. um the people that that, that i that I talked to that are still in overwatch uh so far they 're loving overwatch too they're loving the fact that it 's five v five and um it'll be interesting to see how they handle like um the mm-hmm. move to free to play especially with with uh, loot boxes no longer being a thing. Like uh, one of the announcements they made this week was that um, when people do move on to Overwatch, 2, all of their loot boxes, they've uh, chosen not to open in Overwatch one will be open there, and it'll be and everything will, will will be put into their inventories, so you'll be able to migrate all that information over. So that's mm-hmm. pretty good for them. Um, so, so there isn't really anything lost aside from the um, from the possibility of playing the old game. And honestly, this really only affects people who have the game on Switch because. Mm-hmm. I don't don't think they've announced Overwatch 2 for Switch yet, so uh, we'll see from there. But, yeah, aside from that, I mean, like I said, the people that are still into it uh, totally love it so far, and uh, hopefully they can continue to uh, make way here. And I don't see why uh, Blizzard can't, you know, um, have, like, an Overwatch Origins mode or Seasonal mode every once in a while to get people that, you know, that that nostalgic uh, Overwatch 1 gameplay. So... um, Blizzard is like, even though there's been a lack of content, uh, especially from Overwatch 1 over the last few months, mm-hmm. uh, they've shown that they're really good at the seasonal stuff. And if that keeps up, and you know, I I don't see why they can't do something that'll appease
0: mm-hmm. uh, their,
3: their, their older audiences. But you know, we'll see. We have no ideas to that.
0: Yeah, just as a correction, it is coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. Overwatch 2. Okay,
3: gotcha. Didn't know. So
0: that. It'll be on everything, essentially. Uh, so there you go yep. for that. Uh, what is also coming to the Switch is No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that was announced, I think, earlier this year. That was coming at some point, and we know now that it is officially coming on October 7th. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be fun to see, I believe. There's going to be a physical edition with the help of I think Bandai Namco, is what I read. It's going to be helping them with that. Uh, that'll be an interesting game to see how it works, mm-hmm. uh, as it is a very intensive game. Uh, a base PS4 has a little bit of trouble running it, mm-hmm. so I'm curious how a Switch ends up uh, being any better on that front. So we'll have to see uh, mm-hmm. uh, how that uh, turns out. Yeah. It'll be a, a big challenge for them. hmm But yeah, let's see. Also happening in October, A Plague Tale Requiem has been announced with the dates for October 18th. Mm -hmm. Uh, That'll be happening. They have also put out a big extended gameplay demo if you want to see some of it in action. They also announced that they have a $189.99 collector edition Mm -hmm. that you can pre-order I think it's directly on the Focus Entertainment site, mm-hmm. uh, their store. Uh, that gets you, let's see, the game with bo- the exclusive cover art, collector's box, uh, a vinyl mm-hmm. with two tracks on it. Uh, you get a version of Hugo's Metal Feather Birch, mm-hmm. or Birch, whatever it is pronounced, uh... Three A4 lithographs uh, mm-hmm. there. And yeah, the collector's edition gets you all that along with the red damsel crossbow skin, bonus crafting material, and 13 exclusive cosmetic items for Amicia. Mm-hmm. So you get a whole thing there. And I think a a big resin statue
1: mm-hmm.
0: as well that is 8.3 inches tall. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah. Yeah. It's a, a pretty nice-looking statue.
2: Yeah. But, and by yeah. the way, if you haven't played uh the first Plague Tale, uh, absolutely do it. Like if it's uh you can like if you've got Xbox Game Pass, you can get it on there. Absolutely play it. It's an amazing game.
0: Yeah, it's on PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Mhm. Might have a Switch version that's like a streaming version. Mhm. I uh, forget what the the case is on that, but yeah, it's a uh, a very nice little uh, action-adventure kind of stealth mm-hmm. uh, thing there with some some freaky moments when the, the rats show up.
3: Gotcha. Well, now that we know what the release date is, I finally know when uh, I should definitely get a move on. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. And that's it for the dates here, but we do have uh, some updates on the Mega Drive Mini 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the other games that have been announced, uh, let's see. For the Mega Drive games, mm-hmm. they have announced Afterburner Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Columns Three, Revenge of Columns, puzzle game there. There's Mega Panel, which mm-hmm. I don't know anything about that game. Mm-hmm. It's not one I've ever heard of in any of these kind of collections. Okay, it's a it's a puzzle game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At least the box art seems to have like a, a Balma looking sexy lady with the the bunny ears and all that. Uh let me see. Um Yeah, that looks like it potentially has some uh maybe not naked lady pictures you unlock, but all right. certainly uh getting close enough like that, so not, there you go.
2: Yeah. Ooh, and they got a uh, Nadia Secret of Blue Water. That is one of the bet. If uh, I'm guessing, that's based on the anime. For those of you who don't know, that's actually an early like Gynex title. Um, well, it, it was a, her early Hideaki Anno title before he did. Uh, um, before he did Evangelion, it was basically it's basically like an anime that takes place in like the Jules Verne literary universe, and it's legit amazing. They. Disney almost wholly ripped it off for Atlantis,
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So there's that. There's Outrun. Now mm-hmm. uh, let's see, Puzzle and Action Ichidanta R, which I believe is a, uh, is a, Shmup? No, yeah, well, that's one of those like mini game collections. Mm-hmm. It has a bunch of different stuff in it. So there you go. Yep. Uh, let's see. Splatterhouse 2. Mm-hmm. So you get one of those. Star Mobile.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those are the, the Genesis or Mega Drive games there for the, the Mega CD stuff. There's Night Striker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ninja Warriors and Starblade. Yeah. Night Striker is like a, a weird futuristic kind of arcade racing game. Mm-hmm. That looks pretty neat. Ninja Warriors. Looks like a beat-em-up. Mm-hmm. Probably guess what that is, and oh, start- that's
2: uh, Ninja Warriors. Oh man, that that is a that's like a old school like arcade classic. Yeah, that that's a Taito title. That game was famous back in the day because they had to like at least the original arcade version. They had like three uh, different screens that were all like linked together, so you had like this huge view of the world and. Yeah, it was it it was a
0: pretty big deal back in the day. Yeah, Starblade looks like a polygonal, you know, space combat game, uh, probably influenced by stuff like a Star Fox, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, there's the description here, a popular three D shooter that allows you to experience space battles just like a movie mm-hmm. from a cockpit's perspective, has been ported to a Mega CD. Mm-hmm. Going to destroy the Imperial mobile planet Red Eye. Yeah, fight is a gunner of Team Starblade special combat aerial vehicle, Geosword. Yeah, you know your vehicle named Geosword. So there yeah. you go. That's the uh, second batch of games. Eleven yeah. titles. There's 22 been announced so far. I forget how much there's supposed to be total, but there you go. Mm-hmm. See when they get some more announced and maybe a Western release, but that's uh, that. And yeah, next story here is about Zachtronics, mm-hmm. a uh, popular niche indie developer that makes a lot of uh, weird little puzzle games and such. Mm-hmm. Uh, Space cam. There's Eliza, Opus Magnum, uh, Mobius front 83. Mm-hmm. But they announced that their last game is coming up, called Last Call BBS, Mm -hmm. a collection of stylish little puzzle games wrapped up in a retro PC gaming vibe. Mm -hmm. They've been around for nearly twelve years, and they've basically said uh, that you know they have kind of done everything they've wanted to do Mm -hmm. as a developer, and they're made of maybe about. A handful of people, five people, Mm -hmm. uh, usually when they are working on games and kind of, you know, celebrating with their last thing here. I think they said there's like maybe one other thing that is in the works is like a little uh, puzzle thing. I forget where it's Mm -hmm. mentioned here. They got like one more thing after it's like a small little thing. But after that, they're going to be disbanding and kind of moving on to their own projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the founder his name is named Zach Barth where Zach sort of comes from, has mentioned that he, uh, is kind of excited to do some, some new stuff that, uh, yeah, he's kind of excited for, uh, this chapter to close so the next one can start, mm-hmm. but yeah, he, uh, let's see, in his like free time, he, sort of went to school to become a teacher mm-hmm. and then kind of did that for a while. And, uh, that just wasn't necessarily what uh, made him excited about
2: mm-hmm. stuff
0: and it was more games. So he's kind of excited to kind of get into it more full time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this article is a pretty good little summary of who this developer is and sort of why this isn't necessarily a negative thing. Uh, But yeah, the Steam sale is going on, so if you have not checked any of those out and are into a kind of weird and challenging puzzle games Mm -hmm. and such, that is uh, a developer you should check out. Mm -hmm. A lot of fun little stuff there, so yeah. Mm. Sad to see them go, but it seems like this last call, BBS, will be out on July 5th. Uh, Yeah, their last new game, they are releasing a bundle, collecting their various solitaire games into a single pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be out later this year as sort of their their final official release, but that stuff has been released in some form previously, so that's not necessarily a huge new thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there you go. That'll be fun to see sort of what those, those people go out and do on their own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll get to our last story here. Uh, the big story of this weekend has been uh, the announcement of the Supreme Court mm-hmm. here in the U.S. Uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Yeah. That had been kind of known as the thing that would probably happen for the past couple of months. Yeah. Uh, it's finally happened, and a lot of developers have uh, spoken up. Developers and publishers and platform holders and such yeah. have spoken up about this. Uh, especially some of PlayStation's, where I think initially when this stuff was announced, uh, Jim Ryan was kind of urging people not to uh, be too disrespectful to others in uh-huh. the PlayStation that may uh, feel differently about abortion or whatever. But uh, sort of when this officially happened, you know, they let them all kind of post their various images supporting. Uh, people's rights to reproductive freedom and bodily the autonomy
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and all that kind of stuff that's, you know, people have had for uh, a long time here at this point, nearly 50 years. Yep. That um, various devs around the industry. Ubisoft posted a thing uh, Microsoft or Xbox did. And if you want to see a lot of, uh shitty people, you can go look at comments on a lot of these tweets. See mm-hmm. what the people complaining about that stuff. Let's see Inner mm-hmm. Sloth, Makers of Among Us, Arena Net, Niantic of Pokemon Go, Airship Syndicate, mm-hmm. Arc Sheen, uh, who else? That Snow Moon, Team Meet. Team yeah. Meet just wrote, put a tweet out saying the Supreme Court can go fuck itself. Mm-hmm. So always good there.
2: Yeah. If it makes, but for those who are say who are hearing this, and if you see any of those comments, I want to remind yourself that every single one of them are in the infinitesimally small minority compared to the the opinion of the vast majority of Americans, which is that abortion should be illegal. Now, that group may quibble about when and where they think that abortion should be allowed. But they all agree on the idea that abortion is something that should be a legal right. And this is not an opinion that's just shared by the majority of Americans. It's also shared by the majority of the Western world, of the industrialized world, of even the third world, as a matter of fact. In fact, when the decision was announced, pretty much the entire industrialized world was absolutely horrified by the news that was coming out of America. You realize that both. Canada and Mexico have... Mexico decriminalized abortion years ago. Canada has abortion as well, and their conservative party is militantly agnostic on the issue, Um, unlike the Republicans here in the U.S. Um, It is a very specific kind of ideology that is very specific to the United States. And... It is only shared by a very small minority of Americans. So, you know, the um, a huge amount of international solidarity that we've been getting over this issue is amazing to see. There are a bunch of cities in Europe that are planning uh, pro-choice rallies all over all over the continent in the coming weeks. Um, it's it's legitimately amazing to see how this has united so many people and all this ruling has done is really delay the inevitable um but yeah it's so yeah it's good that we've got all these developers and publishers who are speaking out against it um we also of course know that a lot of the major corp, corp- corporations are saying that they are going to provide financial aid for any uh, employees who are seeking an abortion, um, you know, travel expenses, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, on the one hand, it's I, I guess it, like like we said this on Let's Weekend last night. If it sounds like we're not terribly upset about this, it's mostly because we had you know a couple of months to prepare for it, and really more than anything, we're just kind of disappointed. <laughs> Like,
0: does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah, that is uh, That is kind of that. Uh, a lot of devs are you know, announcing their donations to various abortion funds
1: mm-hmm.
0: and all that kind of stuff, as well as, you know, as you said, sort of beefing up their, their health care
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, stuff so that they can uh, help uh, their employees get to areas where abortion may be legal if they're you know in the nearly half the country that is uh, banning or about to ban mm-hmm. uh that stuff so yeah i think the only companies that really have a side eye for and that's and that kind of stuff are you know like retail stores and such where it's like mm-hmm. they're saying like oh it's for people on our healthcare care plan and yeah so, how many people are you keeping off of that yeah because you're Specifically tailoring, you know, their part-time hours, so mm. they're not eligible. That stuff's more hollow than a lot of the ways these companies do things. But yeah, uh, there you go. That yeah,
3: it's uh, good to see that uh, you know we're we're actually seeing like uh, the industry in solidarity, uh, just you know, to so, so support the right thing here because obviously it's the right thing to do.
2: And, mm. uh, yeah it would be nice if all of uh, now it would be nice if all of these corporations that are saying this would also take it a step forward and you know maybe stop donating to the political party that allows this shit
3: but yeah i don't know if i track that that kind of stuff as a as a social media manager myself like it's uh it's really easy to like you know just look at all the comments and then cool all right these are the people that i don't want following my page like oh i'll just i'll just block them all at the same time it's also easy to just you know turn off the comments when when something like this happens and like personally like. I'm somebody that um tries to make a you know donation you know h- however much I can every month to what to whatever like random cause I want to uh, that I want to choose. But America has really made it really really easy to just go ahead and choose because they're they're doing something stupid every week, every month. So mm-hmm. it's to say, but like that that that's just the way it's been. Uh, I'd like to see it turn around, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. That's yeah. Embarrassing.
0: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I think we will end the show on that note. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you to Brandon Danner for joining this week. Always. Uh, We'll be back next week with a new slate of news. Uh, It'll be July then. Uh, We'll probably be still melting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Melting in different ways. So yeah, we will see you all next week. Uh, If you enjoy the show, feel free to let friends and family know that they should check it out, as well as uh, select Uh, strangers that are uh, not going to uh, do something uh, horrible to you. I don't know. I don't have an example of that this week, but yeah. yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Hope you have a good week ahead and we'll see you all next time.